Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. You are listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Smart Gilas Filipinas podcast. Stunning stance at your service. Ravishing Ro Moran right across me. To my right, Rowdy Raf Camus. And what? this is the number one. Number one. Number one. 26th ranked Wait, episode. Up one spot. <laughs> Sorry, podcast. Number 126 ranked podcast on the sports the and world. rec section. In the world. Well, on iTunes Philippines. Oh, it's Which is fair enough. It's the world. See, like, uh, who, who, from, who from Azerbaijan would give a fuck to a Filipino podcast? Chuck Saylor. That's a bad Chuck Taylor joke. No, it was not. He, he said Azerbaijan. <laughs> That was a I random had, country, by the way. I had to, I had to, I had to, I know, get it there. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it we we have a very nice show oh. that, that that we've got packaged for oh. you. Uh, we got one of our neighbors here at Melo, so neighbor meaning Magic. Uh, we got CJ the DJ from Magic eighty nine point nine. He's yeah. gonna be stopping by in a bit, and we're gonna talk about. Well, his love for wrestling, his fandom, and he's got a lot of insights on wrestling, and it was a very, very enjoyable conversation, and it was so fun, we're actually going to split it into a two-parter. Yun. So this is very part one, first. the very first two-parter interview on the SGP podcast. So part one will be airing this week, and we'll be saving part two for next week. Next week. Right. That's how it's going to go down. But for this week, we have a lot to talk about. We've got to talk about Battleground, a little bit of G1 Climax, and a little bit of what happened on Raw, especially with some updates given your favorite wrestlers like John Cena, Kevin Owens. Uh, we have to talk about the Diva Revolution, obviously, and but first, other things. But first, I would like to talk about the traffic set. Hey! traffic <laughs> as though it was raining. But I still got here before Camus did. And well I just want to share sorry because I try to do this thing uh when I'm commuting. Because mm-hmm. I, I, I store wrestling shows on my phone. Right. That's the that's the only way I get to catch up on most of my shows to prepare for the show. I've seen that on Tiny Letter. Yes. And that's what I do. And sometimes uh, people next to me on public public transport, Mikey knows it. And are you cool with that? I'm cool with it because if anything, if they take away anything from from watching with me, yeah, from looking into my screen and invading my personal space, yeah. <laughs> and I know you love your personal space, yeah, yeah. I would like them to at least be interested in what they're seeing. And maybe try to look it up on the internet if they like what they saw. Okay. So it, did this happen tonight? Uh, what well, what, what mode of transport were you taking? For tonight, the... I took the bus. Okay. okay. But sometimes I take the Jeep. Like, you know, that was a Jeep. Yeah. Uh, but uh, anywhere, I guess, I, I don't know if I don't know if you guys take the public transport. You guys don't do, you take I cars? Do. Yeah, no, I, I do every I'm now and then. MRT once in a while. Right, I mean, when someone's watching something, you can't help but, you know, can't help but look it. Because it grabs your attention. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's my main aim. Uh, Sana, someone would be interested enough to at least try to look it up or maybe ask me. But no, that's not happened yet. <laughs> yeah, okay. But I, I continue to do this project uh, in the hopes that someone would at least ask me, Hey, what's going on? What's 
So what match were you watching again? I was watching ROH from I think I can't remember if it's last week's episode or from the week ago. Was it was it the one with um It was a six man tag main event. That uh, was this week. That was this week. No 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 that was last, no, last week. Last week, last week. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, at least I'm kinda caught up. Yeah. It was a great main event, by the way. Uh, very good, Kingdom very versus good. Uh, Elgin and Red Dragon. Oh, no, that was two weeks ago. Oh, yeah, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. So, uh, yeah, the one when you... Yeah, ROH. So, yeah, um, if you ever see a guy watching wrestling on his phone in public transport, it's probably me. <laughs> so, if you see me, say, hey, and then Don't ask be a stranger. Me, and if you don't know what I'm watching, ask me. I would be glad to tell you, even if... <laughs> Shout out to Stanley Chi, friend of the podcast. Hey, Stanley Chi will be. Uh, I'll actually get to hang out with him next week. Yeah. Oh, well, on the well, where? Yeah, on on the Madhouse. On your show. Okay. Right, so we'll talk about his book. Uh, he'll be having a book signing next Saturday at Trinoma. So you might want to check that out if you're a huge fan of Stan Lee Chi and his comedy. The book is called One Night Stan, which is also the name of his FHM.com column. All right. Uh, so we we got to talk about uh, a lot of stuff. On wrestling as usual, but I want to talk about Arrow a little bit quickly because I just recently got into uh, I recently got into Arrow. Yes, and I, I'm I'm now a huge fan. I can't believe it took me this long Jesus to get Christ. into Arrow. This guy has been talking to me about the Flash for the longest time, but I'm telling yeah. him when, when I talk to him about you know Arrow Flash crossover, he's like, huh, what? Yeah, <laughs> no, and at least now I'm 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 learned now. My alam now So now that I'm uh, episode seven of first season of the first season, uh, and it, 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 it's gonna get better. Yo, I got a long way to go, and I it's already know who better. dies. I've I've spoiled myself because I, I get emotionally. No, so the thing is. Uh, uh, I know that Tommy dies. No, okay? no, 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 no. It's no. more of the it's first season is kind of hard to get through, especially the beginning. Yeah, because there's so much. It's so much so going on. No, 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 no. no, no, no. no. Not just that. Stephen isn't hasn't settled into his character by at the time yet. Yeah, but I love when he says you failed this city. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's like, that's that's the it's iconic until now. Yeah. Jesus. Okay. Basically. Well, there you go. Including guessing you failed the city, but uh, so yeah. So now that I'm personally invested in the actors and the characters, I really want Stephen Amell versus Stardust to happen at Summerslam. Well, well it's gonna happen. Yeah. It looks like it's gonna happen at this rate. Um, Stardust's alter ego, Cody Rhodes, recently released something online that you wrote about. Yes. Bro. Uh, well, yeah. We we came out with the Spark Henry. Basically, we just uh, recapped his open letter on his wife. Brandy Ronalds, which you know better as Eden Styles. Well, he basically he says that before or, or after his dad died, and he used his phone to contact his friends and tell them, "Oh, you know, Dusty Rhodes passed away. You're invited to the funeral." Yung screen pala na Dusty Rhodes. It was a shot of of Stardust confronting Stephen. Yeah, and that was the sign from the universe that told him to continue being Stardust and to continue feuding with Stephen. And which is why we don't have Cody Rhodes back. Which I am thankful for. Yeah, I'm not complaining about that. Mm-hmm. Stardust versus Stephen Amell, that's going to be money. Even I though want this, it's going to be money. I, I do think, uh, you know, you got guys like Hugh Jackman coming in and, you know, doing a match. Doing yeah. a segment. But uh, I think Stephen has been the only celebrity so far. It isn't Dwayne Johnson who is actually in wrestling condition. I could be wrong. See, Maria Menounos, was she in wrestling condition? Not entirely. She was, but it was. She was there for She was what? there for a what? A minute hot tag. Yeah, a hot tag. But I think the training Stephen does is... Is I at know. par. Is yeah, might yeah. be at par. I mean, to get as jacked as he is, and not, we not just, just... Not, not just the jacked, but the Do mobility... Do you see what he does on the show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's ridiculous shit. Yeah. 
Yung Simon Lupit Lather pa lang eh. Wait lang. We're talking about celebrities. I just got to mention this. Mm. Uh, Tracy Abud is booking Aubrey Miles to guest on our show next week. Uh, if six, gra- six grade stand yeah, yeah, marking yeah, yeah. out. <laughs> this was ten years ago. Shit. Oh, shit. Wait, have you, have you seen her recently? Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I just saw her last Sunday at the mall. And I was she's like, still hot. She is still yeah, hot. She's still, she's still, hot. still hot. I mean, She's milf like, hot now. Of course, yeah. yeah. I mean, if this was like, you know, 02, 03, yung kasikata niya, di ba? Yeah. It would have been like the shit. But I'm still excited just because like, holy shit, I, I, I would legitimately mark out. Uh, we will we will be tuning in to the Madhouse. If and when Aubrey Miles actually joins us on the show. So, going on Thursday. Thank you, Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> we will, we will, I will leave work early to be here. All right. Um, okay, so... Wait, so yes, we're done with that. Stephen Amell. We're done with Stardust. We got another piece of breaking news, uh, something that we just saw on, on Twitter. Um, Bully Ray apparently will not be able to make a WWE appearance Dude, because... Dude, it's not breaking news. I wrote about it in the grapevine this morning. Uh, but still, it's breaking news today. Fine. So, so there's that. Uh, Bully Ray will not be returning to WWE anytime soon because of his TNA mm-hmm. commitment. So that means your fantasy booking of the Dudley yeah, Boys uh, uh, take coming uh, back. Uh, take, my take on this is what I wrote on the grapevine. By the way, y'all should be reading every morning. I do. Uh, <laughs> oh, I do. The thing I is, almost every other if, and, no, Bully says he wants to go back to WWE, but I think even though you gotta, you know, work and put and put food on the table, you gotta start doing things that won't that won't jeopardize that chance. So why are you still doing t- taking TNA. TNA appearances, even though it TNA is fucking up? No, 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 not just fucking. Up. Even even if it pays you, yeah. If that's your end goal, I don't think you should be doing anything to jeopardize it, even though WWE is petty. Right. No, I, I get that. I mean, it, it's basic knowledge on the Not even when you know. Not even when you're just in the wrestling business, but in whatever aspect or yes. whatever field you get in, you always just do the things that will help you get to where you want to be. And in Bully yes. Ray's case, he wants to get uh, back into the that's WWE. Him. him and him and Diva. Him and Diva. All right. Yeah. So uh, that's not happening anymore. Not not happening soon. Okay. Thank you. you know, I, he did I, I come back though for like one night. What? No, no, no. no Where we did come back. Battleground Nataya. Oh, How about okay. the gun? All right. You know who's back? Nah. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Back, back again. Baker's <laughs> back. Tell a friend. No, you don't have to tell a friend because everyone knows. Ah, that's true. Everyone's excited about this. But and it's and that's the thing. It's it's a year and six months delayed. Okay. Give him a year and six months. It's fifteen months. No, no, no. Yeah, a year and six months. Uh, so you're three, three months. months? Three yeah. months. You're in three months. Okay, there. Okay, so I guess the biggest question is... Is he face or heel? We know he's yeah. heel. At least we know... Not a lot of people are convinced to say that he's healing. Because some people will argue that Taker's transcended yun na, yun. the face and heel dichotomy. Kasi, no, no, that's, that's the thing. Whether he's face or heel... It doesn't matter. on how you look at his actions. So the biggest question is not whether he's face or heel, but that... When you did, when you saw him do what he did, yeah, Do you think he's petty, or do you side with him now? Okay, it's okay to side with him because he well, Brock broke a streak. You want to do this round table style? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. good. That's go good. I'll go first. I'll go first. Um, my initial reaction when Taker came back, and I saw this on the SGP thread because I was watching yes. the Fox telecast. Yes. So the comments here, uh, Taker back, and I'm like. Okay, we, I was expecting this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He comes back. I'm shocked, as we all are when we see Taker I know, come back. Say, uh, it's not WrestleMania season. No, 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 no. Not just that. Uh, 
even though you get rumors that Taker might be coming back, you never really believe yeah. it until, until it happens. You see it. Yeah. Right. It, it, this is one of those times, right? And then he comes back and he does what he does to Brock Lesnar. And then afterwards, siguro mga 15 minutes after the show went off the air, I was like, tanang babaw ni Taker. If this is about the streak, which he explained on Raw, I was like, tang ina ang babaw ni Taker because he could have avenged his his loss at WrestleMania at this past WrestleMania. Instead, he acted like the whole Bray Wyatt thing was just a blip in his in his career, and he had to focus on that one thing that has supposedly resonated with him after it happened, which is the, the loss of the streak. And the big question is, since you since you think I'm a babaw si Taker, so do you see that as being heelish? In a way, yes. Because he, he low-blowed Brock Lesnar. No, no, no. Okay, even if he didn't low-blow Brock Lesnar. The Tombstones alone! No, 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 no. In the vacuum alone of the motivation, what do you think of that? But, okay, is it heelish that Mababo show? No, um, okay, yung, yung motivation, I want to avenge my loss. Because avenging a loss, uh, to have that as your cause for vendetta is not necessarily heelish. Because mm. people want to avenge their loss because they want to redeem You want to get the win back. Right. So it, um, you can frame it as a story for redemption. Eh. Ang, ang problema ko is that it took him this long to come back and, right. and get that vengeance. That's what made it petty for me. Because if, if Taker uh, challenged Brock the night after WrestleMania 30, or even in the build-up to WrestleMania play button, I would have said, nah, fine. This, this is not petty. It's perfectly rational thinking from someone who just wants to redeem himself. But now that it's, there's nothing to do with Kane. It's got nothing to do with, uh, with with Brock having a monstrous run since breaking the streak. It's just about the fact that Brock ended the streak and that Heyman gloated about it. That's what makes it petty. It's not just yung pagkapeti. Eh. I I mean, for the past how many years? I'd say five, six right. years. Five, six years. We've only had Taker at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. The surprise factor, good. Nice trump card WWE. Was it really a surprise? No, but no, but you you know, for for the non-smarks out there who don't read the dirt sheets, surprise, hi, supplies, supplies. It's a good surprise. It was effective. Yeah. Yes. It was entertaining. Yes. But if we're getting into the motivation factor of it, I think that this is justified. This is the right time for him to do it because one, he's proven that. He can still hang. Uh-huh. He can still hang, no matter who it is. Because Bray, Bray Wyatt's not a chump. Bray Wyatt's, you know, took him not necessarily to the limit, but gave him a good match. Now, the thing is, we now have Undertaker reset, basically. Right, yeah. We have, we have him not as dominant as he was before, but for a 50-year-old guy... This is pretty damn good. Yeah, he can throw. He can still throw down. He can still throw down. He can still hang. So now that we've seen him recover after the devastating loss of the streak, this is his time, and I think SummerSlam is a good venue for him to do it. And it's not necessarily the best venue, but he's getting he's giving us closure on that story. Did you answer the question helps. though? I don't think he did. It's, yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is it petty? No. Really? It's because no, no, for me, for me, okay. it's not. Go ahead, go. because he's he's recovered. He's shown that he can still hang, and at the end of the day, now is his time to close the book on Brock. So does, Bray Wyatt. What does that have anything to do with being petty, though? Or no, it's not petty. That's why it's not petty. He now has he stood it over. He's figured out his alignment, and he says, "Now it's time for me to accept my vengeance." 
Hmm, interesting. Okay. All right, what's your take? I also do agree that it's petty. Because if I don't... When you think about human behavior and think that... Well, you, you got to be honest and say revenge inherently is petty. Yes. The better thing, you know, the thing for a bigger man to do is just move on. Move the fuck on, turn the other cheek, whatever. Which we thought he did. Yeah. Because as, as Stan said, as Stan said, he came back, did Bray Wyatt, did nothing else, and then this. How did I move on to say? Yeah. Sorry, but, you were saying? No, I was, I was going to say, well, yes, he did, but then at the same time, he still has to move forward. How can you really move forward after having something like the streak taken away from you? You move forward. Yeah, it's a choice. Moving no. on is a choice. Move it. Here's the it, thing. It, 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 in, no, human, no, no. in human psychology, no, no, no. it is. Yeah, this is where your biases are, are shining through. But yes. Okay, maybe you think that moving on requires closure. closure. But as far as we're concerned, maybe closure is just accepting the fact you lost. Yeah. Because like, I'm a believer in moving on being a choice. Like, if Taker oh, yeah. was a, a human being we saw on the street and I could just tell him, just move the fuck on. Yeah. But, but then again, that's, that's, that's the thing. You could say, you could say, okay, he moved on and then you reset the streak. Streak is now one and o. Yeah, after Bray. After Bray. Yeah. One and oh after Bray. Okay. But then you have to think about the pride factor that comes with being the phenom, with being undead. And that poses the contrarian opinion, you know, contrary to what you guys are saying, that do human laws apply to this character? It does, because he's, well, well, he's proved that he's human. And the thing to say for me is that you don't, it's understandable if he lashed back at Taker or at Brock within last year, even if it wasn't immediately after. I uh, know, even after, if it was only mind games. Even if it was immediately after WrestleMania, the fact that it, I think it should have been, it should have happened, maybe SummerSlam last year. I say the 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 determining factor for me is that he went back, focused on something else, left, and it comes back and it went, goes all the way back, brings us back up from the dead, and necros it. Necros is feud. That's what makes it petty for me. Okay. That you actually had to dig it back up. Yeah. Yeah. I, okay, here's my other question, though. Assume that Taker's appearance at Battleground happened differently. Let's say Seth and Brock managed to finish their match. However, clean with interference, whatever. Okay. Yeah. And then less, uh, Taker comes at the end of the match, after the match. Would it? Would you have looked at it differently? Regardless of who wins? Because no, it's important yeah. who wins. Eh. Yeah. Because yeah. if, let's say, uh, Lesnar was down and out I, and, and, and he lost to Rollins, I wouldn't give a shit. But if Taker cost Lesnar the match and Rollins won, I would think that it was a dickish move for Taker. Which, technically, which technically he did. Um, in a way, yeah, in a way, yeah, in yeah. a way, yeah, to, uh, to an extent. But he he did do that. Uh, if Lesnar won the championship and then Taker came out and attacked him, I would have seen it as Taker's taking a claim as the next number one contender. It would have been way. less petty for me. It would have been less petty okay. for me because uh, I wouldn't necessarily say nah, it means he's the next number one contender. Or parang he, he he's challenging Brock Lesnar because Brock has a prize that Taker wants the same way that Taker was basically dangling a prize that Brock wanted to conquer in the streak. So um, if if Taker were to have attacked 
a, a newly champion, uh, a newly crowned champion, a newly crowned champion. Thank you, in Brock Lesnar, it would have been simply role reversal for Taker and Lesnar. You get what I mean? Yeah. It would, it All right. So mm. that being said, it wouldn't be the same. He wouldn't be as petty, in my opinion. I think he should have just attacked Rollins then. It would have made more sense. Okay, everyone's trashing Kane. Kane's so, his brother. Yeah. I, Lesnar mm. gets gets a hit because he he kicked my ass. You get a hit because you, you attack my brother. Right? So Everyone it's, gets it's, hit. It's more of because he didn't go old school, beat the heck out of everyone. Yeah, that would have made him on the same page as Lesnar character-wise. Mm. Yeah, but, but that like, didn't happen. But that didn't happen. So yeah, yeah. Well, let's yeah, throw it out happen. the window. Let's deal with the present. So moving into battle up. Moving past Battleground and looking towards SummerSlam, how do you think this is going to go down? Um, well, Shepard, they're going to build up to it. I love what they did on Raw, and uh, they had a good brawl. Um, oh, that was, that, was, that was, by the way, very well-booked brawl. Yeah, uh, very well-booked brawl, except for the fact that you had at least three characters who I felt should not have been there in Sheamus, Kevin Owens, and Rusev. Yeah. Say, th- those three characters specifically, I call them out for being booked as not giving a fuck at all. When you see them on Raw or SmackDown or any other show, they don't care for anybody but themselves. The other heels, like Sigur- your Adam Rose or Bo Dallas, you can kind of understand why they're there. Na parang, I'm not exactly at a comfortable place on the totem pole where if I don't do what Triple H says, I'm probably going to get fired. But if you're Kevin Owens, you don't give a fuck about the authority. When you're Sheamus, you're Mr. Money in the Bank. You don't give a fuck about stepping in between Taker and, the, and, and Brock Lesnar. When you're Rusev, you're still, uh, you're still stewing over uh, you know, that blonde-headed witch Lana. <laughs> you, you don't try to get in between Brock Lesnar and The Undertaker. Instead, you have Kevin Owens, who actually has a look of concern on his face, which shocks me because uh, I know that kayfabe is dead in this era, but yeah. you could have at least protected that side of the Kevin Owens character. Nope. Nope. <laughs> That's not... That's why they're taking him off the United States Championship scene. I mean, I love the brawl and all. I loved seeing everybody get involved. Like, you see Xavier Woods and Biggie and see the Titus O'Neil. Titus O'Neil. Titus O'Neil was like, do, 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 do. I, 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 that, was, that was amusing as fuck. Our truth was being all serious and shit. That was entertaining. But I didn't need to see Seamus Owens and Rusev in that scene. I, I didn't need I, them there. Yeah. I think it's just because they're not as high on the totem pole that they still have to get involved in these gang scenes they needed extra bodies they needed big bodies yeah they, yeah, they needed big bodies I got that but they had that in Big E and Titus and Mark Henry Mark Henry Mark Henry is very visible in this bro okay. right. well, Mark Henry's not he, doing anything yeah and you know in, in the sea of people Mark Henry is not hard to miss yeah so you're, you're gonna see a lot of Mark Henry so Yun, um, all things considered though it was still good because it was the main highlight of what was actually a solid episode of Raw yep like I gave it a rating of B plus on my Raw report sas markhenry.ph um, it, it was pretty good I want to talk about the Divas then because I think that uh, now that they're getting a more prominent role in the main roster, it's a good step forward. Yeah, we had two Divas matches on Raw. Yes. Two competitive Divas matches on Raw. No, two long Divas matches. Two long Divas matches is that. And uh, they also changed Team Bad's acronym, right? Um, I'm not sure if it happened on Battleground, right? Or on I think Raw? it happened on Battleground. Right. Uh, so they're no longer Team Best at Dominating. They're now Beautiful and Dangerous, which <laughs> makes a hell of a lot more sense than Best at Dominating. Because that's BDSM right there. Kay. Yes, it is. Yeah. Right. Just pointing out the obvious. Right. Uh, so, so you and um, Charlotte was impressive back on back-to-back nights. They were being yep. booked at both Battleground and on Raw. Uh, th- and hey, for, for a rookie, for a rookie, 
doing your first pay-per-view and then your first draw, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, uh, you, you could say that. Because um, again, I said this on the Raw report, but when they say that she's genetically superior, that's not a gimmick. That's that's a fact. for real. Yeah, that's hashtag fact. Yes. So, so I I can't get tired of seeing the figure eight. Like I can just spend a whole day watching the figure eight being applied and applied again and again. Oh my god, Like legit. Uh, anything else you want to talk about? Like from from this week in programming? Uh, I think we covered all the important things. No, right no. Now. There's there's one news. Right, what, 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 what? TNA. We really the sinking the sinking ship that is TNA. Well, yeah. Basically, well, they've they've stopped paying guaranteed contracts and start doing per appearance deals, and that is not a good thing because it means you are stepping down to the level of a indie big booking. indie, pretty much. So that's what indies do. Yeah, it's kind of sad to see how far TNA has come in the past what year and a half. It's upsetting. It's upsetting for me, you know, who act, because I know we all sort of pay attention to what goes on, even if we don't watch it. And that means then that wrestlers are losing a guaranteed livelihood. Yeah, I mean, TNA is not is not as big a joke as we make it out to be, but the way that they're going, yeah, it's kind of sad. So yeah, that's. I mean, is that a wrap? Is that a wrap for yep. the first. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess that's a wrap. All right, uh, we'll be talking to CJ the DJ in just a bit. Uh, it's going to be a, an, another fun interview um, here on the show. And I, I dare say, I dare say that this interview is like top three. Yeah. Top three yeah, of, all, yeah, yeah, yeah. All, of all the guests that we've had on the SGP podcast. Now, um, before we before we get to talk to CJ, I just want to remind everyone, and this is my sworn duty as the general manager of PWR that the next event is happening on August 15th PWR Live uh, we're coming right back it's going to be a huge show we've already announced that there will be the, uh, a championship rematch between the Senorito Jake De Leon against the current champion Classical Brian Leo on top of that you may have seen logos of a bird a bird there is insignia. There's a reason why that bird is all over social media. Now, by the time this podcast is released, I have no idea if we will have made the announcement. But just know that that bird will be very, very significant as we head into August 15th. It's going to be a big bird. Thank you. All right. <laughs> all right. Uh, of course, one of our neighbors, CJ the DJ from Magic 89.9. You hear him every Monday to Thursday on The Big Meal, every big Sunday meal. on Local Vocal. And I think he does Friday Madness as well. Uh, he's, st- he's stopping by. We're going to talk to him about his love for wrestling, how it's found its way into his board work, onto his programming, and everything else in between. That's coming up in just a bit. This is episode number 70. Of the number one. Number one. 26th ranked sports and recreation podcast. This is the Smart Gilas Filipinas Podcast. Episode 70 of the SGP Podcast rolls on. We've got CJ, the DJ of Magic 89.9, inside the booth. We've been trying to make this guesting work for the past month, and you know we're just so happy. Uh, yeah, actually, we've been talking about it, because um, you know, we've been listeners of The Big Meal uh, for quite some time, and it's uh, quite, Big fan of the big meal. quite an honor to have you on the podcast. How's it going, CJ? Uh, it's going good. Uh, thank you very much for having me. I'm sorry that it's just now. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. unfortunate that we kept moving and moving. Yeah, don't worry about it. And it's also unfortunate that you guys listen to the show. 
<laughs> but I, I don't know why a lot of people waste their time listening to, to our show. It's very stupid. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. Believe it or not, I actually learned a lot of stuff like listening to it over the no, years. Me too. Yeah. Well, yeah. For those people who want to learn how to be stupid, you can catch us twelve to three uh, Monday and Thursdays uh, on the Magic. But thank you, thank you very much for having me here. I've you know, I wanted to try to beat Susie. I always wanted to try it. Um, you know what? I, 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 a lot of people want to. A lot of people want to. A lot of people try. But only 15 to 20% uh, succeed. And then, siyempre, if you have that if you have that winning streak or you, you, the winning percentage is very small, Yeah. Uh-oh. a lot of people... Right away, parang they they think that it's cheating. No, parang I give Susie a sheet of paper to review and and so on and so forth. Or I share her the screen yeah. where the questions are. But in reality, it's it's not it's not never cheating. It's I, as a matter of fact, it's I give an open invitation out to everyone that they can actually play it live. So that they can see that it's absolutely no cheating, because deep down inside, I want lo- I want Susie to lose. <laughs> Has anyone taken you up on that offer, though? Um, Alamo, for for all the years that the show's gone on, see, one, twice or three times, twice or three times. Na may yun palang yung pumupunta para lahat kasi takot eh. Yeah. Um, parang intimidated. Uh, by Susie, yeah. <laughs> no, or they'll they'll find it, and then some people say in the pattern they'll find it even more difficult to play na parang face to face. Dikayong intensity. Yung yon parang yung intensity hindi hindi daw kaya. So, but you know, if it's, it's an open invitation. So if you guys are big fans of the show, so I feel sorry for you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I wish there was a way that that napoy tigong ibalik yung oras nyo. Kung ano man yung pinagaksayan yung oras, magsidi na lang ngayon sa mga Thank you. Now speaking of the show, um, the, one of one of the reasons na we we kind of inferred that you're a wrestling fan is you actually use the theme song of the Ultimate Warrior among other things. Among other things, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how did that come about? Like, how did you think of using, say, Warriors theme? I think it's in the Magic Soundboard. Now, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, well, it's, uh, I put it there. I put it there. But uh, let's see, what else do you have? What else do I have? The theme, do so I have Stone Cold? Yeah, yeah, the Stone Cold. Um, I have John Cena's theme. Oh, do you? Yeah. Uh, depend, depending along on the situation where we feel like you. Parang okay bagay yata yung Ultimate Warrior. Kasi intense eh. Yung yeah. Ultimate oh, yeah. Warrior theme, uh. parang lalabas lahat ng ugat mo pag uh, <laughs> pag na yung... And then usually... Usually the warrior team we use it pag tiebreaker sa B2Z and then yeah that that's 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 why we use the warrior team the ultimate warrior team pumps you up <laughs> it really does it really, it really does, does pump you up all right so um but i i mean We've we've heard some of the questions that you guys ask, right? uh, mm-hmm. in, in in the game. Some of them actually revolve around which wrestler uses this finisher, all of that stuff. And more often than not, some people actually get it because these are people who are either fans from that era or or the the previous era before that. But did you ever think that these questions about wrestling, like sino ng stunner, was mm-hmm. did, you, did you think this question was something that not a lot of people would get? Uh, well, ano kasi, uh, the research that we do. For for the questions that we use, uh, we really base it on on the market that we have uh, between twelve to three. So basically, majority of your market namin are yuppies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the yuppies, um, yung age nila, inabuta nila yung yung wrestling, inabuta nila yung 
uh, Stone Cold uh, era, attitude the raw, era, the raw attitude era. Yeah. Um, that, pero rarely would you hear a question uh, merong Honky Tonk Man or, <laughs> or, or Bobby the Brain Heenan yeah, and yeah. so on. Or, or Jim, is it Jim Cornette? Yes. Jim, Jim, Jim Cornette, the one with the racket. Tennis record, yeah. Tennis record, it's stupid. But it's all based on, our questions, our research are all based on our market. Mm-hmm. So, nung summer, and especially nung itong summertime, uh, since a lot of kids or younger ones are at home and they're listening, sometimes pinapabata na namin yung, yung questions namin. So, it, it suddenly becomes... Uh, raw SmackDown, it, it suddenly becomes Randy Orton questions and and so on and so forth. So in terms of wrestling, lang, in, yeah, terms, in yeah. terms of wrestling, so but that's pretty funny because like um, I remember listening to the show um, when, I, when I was in college, and every time I would hear that random question, which is about wrestling, I would mark out and be like, oh, oh my god, like I I know this, this is for me again, uh-huh. and I'm sure I'm not the only one who's ever felt that way. <laughs> na, 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 na wrestling and would listen to you guys. Uh, and well, I, I'm sure that you're the only one. <laughs> <laughs> I, may have, I may have answered the Bawa Bobo question and, you know, won it by answering a wrestling question. I just can't remember which. <laughs> and then, anyway, on it, some, sometimes you engage it through that also. You know, if you have a Bobo question and it's about wrestling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if you only have 12 replies, it, you know that it's fucked up. And then yeah. it's not yeah. wala kang market. Na but if you have 109, 120 replies. people yeah. replying, 200 plus reply to that just one question okay wrestling works for this show right uh, wrestling has a place in the hearts of young listeners now but of course it's not all about wrestling it's a it's, a, it's a very broad very broad you know, games now and the questions uh-huh. that we use and so on and so forth but there's an insertion of wrestling because uh according to your results and then the replies there's a wrestling market Thank God. For that. Thank you. Thank you. I love so how scientific is it is, you know, like you actually, uh, you know, use empirical data and all of that. Well, it's, I think it's very important. It's very important. And it matters to me that in, in statistical data, whether it's in sports or, or in, we apply it. We apply it on, on our show. Oh my God, you work for another radio station. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, still, it's, still, it's still the same. Umbrella. No, the way I take it no, no, no. is student of the game. You know, like I'm just learning something yeah, from yeah. someone who's uh, someone who's doing it. I'm like, this is a good case practice. Yeah, like I said, um, it's it's kind of like it's kind of like you you put a you put a segment out there, um, and then in segment parang it's not that appealing. Yeah. Not a lot of people call for for the segment. But you have to give the segment a chance for you to be able to study conning how 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 the people react to the segment. So, kung maganda yung kung inembrace nta yung segment, then then go for it. That's how you know you now. Capitalize on right? that motherfucker, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's kind of like in wrestling. Exactly. Na drama na pa. Sino nga bing Uncle Lock? Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle. And is it an angle angle lock? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tapos na pag medyo injured ng yung ankle area, tapos nagre wrestling pa rin siya. You know he capitalizes on the injury. Yes. Yes. Psychology. Okay. Psychology. I find sir. that really you know, so you know, that's that's using your brain in, in wrestling. Oh, yeah. Um, I want to talk about your fandom because it, it's clear, obviously, that you uh, that you did watch wrestling and that you you do watch wrestling. But uh, but when did this all start? And who was the first wrestler that captivated you? Uh, okay. 
It's okay. It's okay. You know. No, no, no. I mean, we know. We know. We know where. It's 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 okay. I mean, because I'd like to say that I'd like to say that initially the Philippines was deprived. Yes. Of wrestling it's because true. you couldn't catch it on on TV. So kind of is in a way. Parang it parang you have to exert effort. That's true. Yeah. Just just to get to watch wrestling, which I think is fucked up by the way. To, it is. So it sumanaki kining na may ari ng cable network or, <laughs> or, or channels. If you're a wrestling fan growing up, do something about it. That's true. You know what? I think Fox listens to the podcast. <laughs> oh really? I love I love Fox. I love Fox. So you content that they have. Cuatro, if you're listening. Yes, but the thing is, like I I think that it should be. More days, because back in the day, um, wrestling used to be that you'd catch it on one channel once a week. Yeah, RPN. And then, and then, yung lahat ng information about wrestling you just get through magazines, which I bought, which I bought back in the day. Um, you still have them? Um, some of them are still at home, but they're really in really bad shape. Yeah. But um, I guess the first two or three. Wrestlers that caught in attention was like Hulk Hogan, of course, mm-hmm. Macho Man, mm-hmm. Randy Savage, and then see, you know, what's what's the other guy's name? Ultimate Warrior. Okay. Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> no, because yeah, they were like yeah. the three biggest stars. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, back in the day, was it Panahon Pani Jim Duggan also? Yes. yes. Andre, Andre the Giant. Honky Tonk Man was Honky Tonk Man was also part of it. The heart foundation pa yes. nung panahon na yun. You had you had British Bulldog. Uh, the British Bulldog. You had Legion of Doom. Um, you had fuck. They were the rockers pa nun. No? See <laughs> yeah. si Marty Janetti and see si, si Shawn Michaels. Hey, and then, be surprised. Marty Janetti still around, eh? Oh, see, I, I don't know about that. Okay. <laughs> not 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 in WWE, but it's a, it's a, he's he's wrestling independent. Ladies and gentlemen, presenting world number one, and Marty Janetti. And then you see now we're reminiscing. We're we're throwing it. Back, so yeah. no, I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's we're recording right on a Thursday. It's uh, the first one. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then what's that other? No, what's that other? Uh, there's Legion of Doom. Demolition. Demolition. And then there's Demolition. That's right. There's the demolition. rip-off version. <laughs> yes, the rip-off. <laughs> the rip-off version. And then you had the Bushwhackers. Hey, they just got uh, the Hall of Fame. Tell us, that Luke and, Luke and Butch? Yes, yeah, Luke and Butch. Both of them. Yeah, probably... There are two also of the quickest eliminations. It's a Royal Rumble, Royal Rumble. Yeah. If, I, if I remember correctly. Two of two them, parang pumasok, then nilabas, and then nagmarcha ulit with the, that, the weird march. <laughs> the same, that same weird way march they came in. in. The same way they came in. So it was like perfectly natural. So among all, all of those names you mentioned, um, was there any particular story that any of them were in that really made you feel like, okay, I want to keep watching this shit? Or who did you root for the most? Um, okay, well, uh, during the early parts of... Early early parts of wrestling, I couldn't really root for for anyone because again, there's a there's lack of support, hmm. there's a there's lack of, of broadcast for uh, okay. for for the sport. But I was really intrigued. I was really intrigued with Macho Man Randy Savage because Hulk Hogan was just too cheesy for me. <laughs> um, see, Ultimate Warrior was too away okay. uh, <laughs> for me. Andre the Giant was boring. But um, Randy Savage and then Big Boss Man. 
Mm. Big oh. Boss Man. For some reason, because they were just really badass. Oh, and then Jake the Snake Roberts. Oh, mm-hmm. there you go. Uh, also, uh, the reason being is that he Macho Man, parang this, parang you don't you don't fuck with this guy. Oh, yeah. So on so forth. Plus, hot king chick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what is Elizabeth? Yes, he yep. Elizabeth. Rest, and then you had Boss Man. You had Boss Man. Uh, man, it was like fucking. Cop, He's fucked up, man. He's fucked up. Cop shit going on. You got the nightstick going on. Like he beats you with the nightstick. You're like, I'm fucked the fucking cool, man. <laughs> you know, so, and then Rest Jake the Snake, because I hated Rick Rude. Okay. Oh, okay. I, I hated fucking Rick Rude. Why? What about Rick Rude? Did you hate? Because puta, I mean, he's, he's like dancing, sexy, whatever. Like, he's all oiled up. He's gyrating. I'm a boy, and like I don't give a fuck about this shit. Can somebody like fucking beat the shit, the shit up this, of, of this guy? And then here comes Jake the Snake Roberts, and I got to Nang story. That's one of the stories that I love so much. And Jake oh. the Snake, and then see see ravishing recruit. They hated mm. each other. Nah, yeah, nah. It's one of those times that you hear. This is one of the first times that somebody has actually said that they are a big fan of Jake the Snake. Jake the Snake. Well, because yeah, it, I, I mean, tapos non, I'm also a big fan of of his finishing move, which is the DDT. DDT. Yeah. Uh, just, I, I I happen to think that's a very technical technical move. I like. I like how the move is done. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like when Bret Hart does the Russian leg sweep. Mm-hmm. I like technical wrestling. That's why John Cena bores the hell out of me. <laughs> uh, hey, but he got better. He got better. This year. No. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, guys. Oh, no, sorry, sorry. sorry. Yes, no, go, go. Uh, the DDT, back in its time, back in no. you know, Jake the Snake's prime, no. it was a finishing move. Yeah. Like, uh, Oh, what do you feel about that? You're like, uh, uh, do you feel okay, like- well, fine. It's a, maybe it's a standard move for for a lot of people, but when Jake did it, when you Jake knew it was over. when Jake did the DDT, it was. But there's a there's a certain in, in electrifying moment, mm-hmm. and not a lot of the wrestlers nowadays, not a lot of the wrestlers nowadays, can you say I'm fine, man. I'm finishing move, right, right. but all the thing. Mm. Yeah, okay, the yeah. thing, you have to fucking sell the move. Yeah. Yeah. Like si Jake, naka lock in yung ulo. Yeah. Tapos siya angat niya yung finger niya. Tapos iikot ikot niya ganun yung isang finger niya. Get the crowd going like, yeah, I'm gonna crack this head. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Diba? Um, and kailangan kasi may, may lande yung, yung move mo. So for a lot of people, yeah, you can do the DDT. Yeah, you can do the DDT. But nobody did it better. Then Jake the Snake. Nobody sold that that finishing move better, um, and then that's it. So that's all I can say. I, I like Jake like more. I like Jake like more. Like you, you mentioned that you're a huge fan of technical wrestling. Um, what, what about technical wrestling? Was it now made you favor that style over the other styles that you saw? Um, well, because yeah, there, um, when you say technical wrestling, is that para sa akin, it's the more difficult the move and execute ng wrestler. Yeah. Mas mm-hmm. idol ko siya. Um, probably one of the most boring fucking... I'm sorry I said... Oh, no, no, it's okay, it's okay. It's okay. okay. Pala podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mature content, pare. No, no, but... Uh, <laughs> see, ano, one of the the most boring finishing moves ever is like in close line from hell. Oh, oh okay. That can just go back to hell. <laughs> uh, honestly, like in parang if you watch it, no, that, that's a fucking finishing move. Like what the hell, man? Um, technical wrestling is some of the best technical wrestlers na, na I've seen and I've, I've enjoyed watching over the years. Uh, Bret Hart's number one, uh, mm-hmm. Mr. Perfect. 
if another technical wrestler na sobrang gustong gusto ko yung underrated though God rest very no very very <laughs> underrated very you underrated. know how difficult it is to fucking mount the perfect flex yeah. yes yeah, it is yes, yes. Diba? You know how difficult it is to, to have somebody in your party to beat somebody up mm-hmm. that much with technical moves to actually mount the sharpshooter? Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, so, para sa akin, it was fun to watch them. It was more fun to watch them because if you, you never know, and daming moves. Eh. Yeah. And daming moves. Eh. Not like John Cena has. <laughs> I'm sorry if you're a John Cena. <laughs> uh, Listen, we're not. We're not. And I don't know. I'm, yes, no, but are. for, no, but no, for, not, for not, not that big a fan. For, for, for those who are tuned in, and I'm sure <laughs> a, there are a lot of John Cena fans uh, out there. I, I admire him. I, I, I admire him because of the way he sells it. Mm. I admire him because of your charisma. Niya. I admire him because of how he embraced your marketability niya and then just fucking built on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if in terms of um, wrestling pros, he's probably part of my bottom five. <laughs> because wow. he has, what, four, five moves. <laughs> yeah. Tapos, he had yung You Can't See Me. Na yeah. Five Knuckle Shuffle. Five Knuckle Shuffle, which is, I feel like, a cheap imitation <laughs> of the people's elbow. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Because it's the same shit. <laughs> right? Yeah, just the it's, whole theatrics and then a strike. It's a, it's a strike oh, with theatrics. It's a, yun, 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 yun. And, then, and then when people started... Mapansin he's limited. He's a limited wrestler. Then he comes out with the STFU. <laughs> so that's supposed to amaze me. Now. <laughs> that you come out with the STFU. But again, it, this is for 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 the younger generation. Na ang nabuta na si John Cena. I'm I'm I I'm no offense with John Cena. Again, I'm a big fan of how he is with the kids. How he is with his fans, um, the way yung yung decorum niya, yung right, yeah, yeah. persona the way he interacts. interacts. Okay, I'm a big fan of the persona, just not wrestling. That's it. Mm. So you know, yeah, but he got better. You can separate it. No, no. What, what Kyle was here, what Ralph here was mm. saying is that okay, yeah. Um, that, that was the big criticism before. Mm-hmm. But uh, okay, yeah, it's your opinion. I just, I mean, I just want to say now. Okay, maybe. Um, no, we just want you to see his latest matches. You know, yeah. you know. The, the, the yeah, past three weeks of Raw. His just matches, his matches yeah, from yeah, the yeah. past three weeks of Raw. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we've heard the criticism before, and it's valid. No, no, okay, yeah, he has five moves, and he goes through these five moves very often. But um, we just want you to see his last three matches. His last three matches. Yeah. Well, you know what? So, yeah, I'll, I'll, probably go yeah. See, I'll probably go see the last three Cause, matches. Because yeah. those past three matches erased years of that criticism. Yeah, and, and if you still don't like him after seeing those, okay, yeah, it's fine. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll go see. I'll go see the like three matches. Yeah. Well, I'll go see the three matches. But you know, WWE also needs to be careful, right? Uh, because, uh, for example, hmm. uh, let's stray away into another sport. Sure. Let's, let's. Like NBA. Uh-huh. NBA. We're big NBA fans. When <laughs> when when Magic Johnson and Larry Bird were the marquee players, yeah, the brand grew because. Mm-hmm. Of the way they played, mm-hmm. the, the way they played with each other, the, the drama, the, 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 all the hype. And, and then when you go to watch them, the hype is real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? And then came the tiny Michael Jordan. The game grew even bigger. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? Because you had that once-in-a-lifetime superstar. You had that superstar and then the marquee player mo that speaks for the rest of the league. Now, when you marquee player, when you the number one guy, mo. That's uh, gonna grow your sport, right? Mm-hmm. So, 
it's tough if, for example, John Cena, mm-hmm. which is now the most recognizable face yeah, in, right, right. in yes. from this generation, from, from, this generation. from this generation, you have to think now. You're following the footsteps of fucking Stone Cold Steve Austin. The Rock. You're following the, sto- the footsteps of The Rock. You're following the footsteps of uh, Bret Hart. Mm-hmm. And we, when you when you say those names, yung tatlong yun palang, those are hardcore names. Mm-hmm. Those are hardcore names. You know, people went to see them wrestle, and then they're like, enjoy sila dun sa, sa wrestling. You know? So the WWE better be, be better be careful. And, uh, okay, this guy's charismatic. Again, again, before yeah, I yeah. get to that, I'm gonna watch the last. I'm gonna watch the last three matches. Sure. But yeah. but it it I know for for a guy that I love I love wrestling. I love yeah. WWE mm-hmm. and so on. So, so I hate to see it go. I need mm-hmm. to see it go, and, and that could be a down, the start of a downfall of of the WWE. If you have somebody that's your marquee, and then very limited, lang mm-hmm. yung, yung, I don't know. I don't know what you guys think. It's 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 the standard bearer argument, na man. Yes. Now, if your number one guy's like this, uh. how will everyone else respond? Yes. I, I just want to know if you think if open-minded during casino, if you think he can still, you know, up his game. Uh, I think I think that he can up his game. Uh, I think that he can up his game, but um, but if ever like you, you said, yeah, the past three matches, mm-hmm. and I respect you guys as wrestling sure. fans because Thank I you. haven't been watching. It's fine. I haven't been watching lately. Um, again, para to sa mga channel you need to show it more. Please. Yeah, it's true. No, it's, it's true. true. It's true. The struggle need, is real. You need to show it more. Um, it's it's one of the reasons. I want to go back to what you said, yeah. Kanina, but uh, you couldn't support that much in your childhood because apparently you couldn't find it that much on TV. So it really uh, impeded your fandom. Now you can't find it on TV. Yeah, I would think that I would. The perfect description would be like, para wrestling was an illegal drug. <laughs> now you had to. Yeah, you had to. For not only did your parents <laughs> not like it, was there no? Like, did your mom or your dad stop you from watching it? <laughs> like, 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 what happened to us? <laughs> well, my mom would always say, "Na parang, uh, don't waste your money <laughs> on that. Okay, I'd rather buy books." And then your dad could have said, "Acting lang yan, lagi <laughs> and and stuff." And then parang ako naman. I don't really care if it's acting or whatnot. It fueled me. It got my intrigue. I, I like, even if, for example, this would be more acting in yeah. or whatever. It's so well written. Uh-huh. And then the actors it was so, so well written. Yeah, you know, and, and so on and so forth. So, I want to mind. I hid it from them for a while. Like nah. Yeah, I don't know, because they, <laughs> they wanted me to spend whatever allowance I had wisely mm-hmm. wisely okay. and so on Wrestling. so I did <laughs> <laughs> so, I, so I did I'd go to field bars I'd get young, the ma- the wrestling magazine um, and then I'd read up on the articles and so I'm updated and what sa Wrestlemania 10 so it was really hard it was really hard yeah I agree did you have friends growing up who were also into it like if I mean if you didn't have like siblings who would like watch it with you but you'd find friends who you could relate to and who you could talk to about this stuff so did you have like about a who would watch it with you? Um, yeah, of course. Like, I'd, I'd like to say that the the people I grew up around with, like in school, were big fans. So we had the lunch boxes. Yo. Yo. We had the lunch boxes. We had the shirts. 
um, whatever it is that was available here. He had the merch. In, in, in and what was available in Green Hills. And what was available there. Otherwise, it would be something that's na pasalubong list ah. of people that would go to the states and hey I can't find my hacksaw Jim Duggan you know whatever here so can you get me that in in the US and so on I so forth I can't find the hacksaw Jim Duggan plank of wood plank of wood kumuha ka na lang ng kawal and so so and then and then not only that if we didn't have if we didn't have the toys if we didn't have the the merch and whatever we had it in our heads. So, kami, during recess in school, wrestling kami lahat. What was the first move you remember putting on one of your classmates? Oh, man. Yung macho man na uh, galing sa... Uh, top rope? Right? Yeah, top rope, but it was on the top of the table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I was on top of a table. I, was, was the guy down? No, no, because it was like um, oh, actually, there, was, there was 15 of us, na, na schoolmates. 15 of us schoolmates, and then I remember the parang Royal Rumble yung setting. Okay. And then so everybody was beating each other up, and so on and so forth. Oh, man, tayo ako. I got to the top of the table. I looked for, like, there was a group of five na nakakumpul. <laughs> So I, I, I did the macho man thing on them and then the elbow. You know, the elbow. And then unfortunately, hindi yung elbow So para silang parang nag bowling na ng pins, they, they pinfall. Yeah. Was it like uh, was that little play fight scripted though? Like uh, that thing you did in the classroom or um, something? Or rumble? No, like no, 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 come no, out, come no. It, it's never it's never scripted. That's you never know it like that before when it, you're kids. It, yeah, when you're kids, yeah, yeah. it, it, it's never scripted. That's why it was fun. Yeah. Um, anything I feel that's scripted isn't isn't fun. fun. Wait, wait, I want to ask you. Yes. When did you find out that wrestling was scripted? Um, you know or what? I can't. I can't really. I can't really remember when I found out. That's probably because I didn't really care. <laughs> okay. Now, e- even even though I found out, it's not real. Yeah. Or it's scripted. Oh, but but it, it was just too close to my heart. Na. Na. No, I didn't give a fuck. Like, you know, whatever people say about fucking wrestling, I love wrestling. I grew up with it. Given the chance na, na I can get the time to watch it again, or given the chance na me mapapanood sa TV, guys, again, we need more wrestling in the Philippines. <laughs> Jude then, Turquatro, thank you for being an advocate. Listening. No, 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 yeah, yeah, it's true. Well, do, it is hard, so we have to, well, we kind of have to pirate the shit. Yeah, 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 and it's sad, and it's sad, because it, um, it would be nice if, like, there's a channel, there's a go-to channel for it, which meron nga. But Fox. if you, but uh, Fox needs to show it more. I'm yeah. sorry, but Jupiter uh, Cuatro, listen to this podcast. Don't don't bogart that shit, <laughs> man. Just just give us the what we want. <laughs> hey, and yes, go. Cool. You know, we actually do have a SummerSlam viewing party oh, yeah, coming true. up. We hold these uh, viewing parties. Uh, Actually, I was, I was reading up Kanina. It's kind of like, it's interesting that Brock and Undertaker, Undertaker going yeah. up against each other. Like, yeah. I don't know. I was like, oh, a few months ago, parang tapos na career ni. Tapos he's back and so on. So, so ngayon, nalilito ako. Well, it was more of 
No, I was gonna ask, like, what do you think about Brock being back? Because you mentioned that si John Cena is like the marquee name, and uh, you have you have your criticism of John Cena and his uh, you know, him having a limited move set. But you have somebody like Brock Lesnar who also has a mainstream following of his own, given in the UFC. Siya. So, what do you think about this guy? Uh, this guy being like the pro- probably the most legit shoot fighter among all of these guys appearing for WWE. Uh, you ask me what I think of Brock as a, a wrestler or him or coming back? His Generally. presence. In, yeah. His, his presence in... WWE. Well, his presence coming back to the WWE, I I think it'd be nice. It's nice. Because now there's not only John Cena. Brock's there. Uh, I just don't know how um, the legit guys of, of, of uh, MMA... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are taking it because Brock, of course, was a, a significant figure in sa, yeah. sa octagon, and then now he's back in, into wrestling, and so on and so forth. Uh, so I hope that Brock's fans are okay with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope that the wrestling fans and the MMA fans, you know, they get together and oh. make make peace and okay lang tayo. <laughs> yeah, we, well, we we don't have MMA haters. Uh-huh. Oh, well, that's that's that, that's, that's a start. That's a start. That's well, tapos and Brock as a wrestler, again, it's just, you have John Cena and then now you have Brock also. Parang dumadami na ulit yung presence nung, nung, nung top stars, top stars that, okay. that are there. And then Brock, just pure power, man. Like, yeah. wow. Yes. Uh, you were watching kasi when, you know, the Undertaker first debuted and he was still very much cartoony nung panahon mm-hmm. So, what did you think of those cartoony gimmicks? Did you did, did you not like them? Did you think they were stupid or whatever? Wait, which 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 gen, but, which generation? We're, we're talking about no, the no, no, original no, no, no. Uh, the 90s, you know, when Undertaker was really firmly the dead man. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Yeah, I mean, yeah you remember you see Undertaker now? It looks like a no, he looks Western more legit. Yeah. He looks more <laughs> legit now, as compared to back in the day. Yeah, the parang yung costume niya, and then you had Paul Bearer with the urn and stuff, and, and then under, and then Undertaker never really talked. It yeah, was yeah. just Paul Bearer talking for him. Um, tapos again, you had Jim Cornette. Tapos in, but I, it's part and parcel of it, and, and na, it's nice to see how it evolved mm-hmm. from. Yung parang yung 90s part of it na ganun yung 90s was a very colorful yes. colorful time so they had kung aning kung uso nung kulay kung ano they had so, doink the clown yes they had doink the clown freaking gold dust <laughs> <laughs> hey gold dust is still resting today, you know? Know, but but what I'm saying is like the characters that came out noon uh, are very different mm-hmm. with the personalities and then the characters that well, they, they come out now, out now. yeah but you notice that uh, the evolution is there. Like for the ones that na have na longevity, mm-hmm. like she, she Undertaker, yung, the, the costume changes through the years. Yeah. But yung, yung, so ako, I'm good with I'm good with whatever it is that they started <laughs> with, because at that time, for me, it was cool. You were hooked. I was hooked. <laughs> I was hooked. So whatever it is you marketing nila or your costume department nila was doing, you were fucking uh, on point. On point with that one. Like, mm. solid. Solid yung, you know. 
is Bumenta it? siya sa target market. Bumenta yeah. siya sa target market. Which at the end of the day is all we ask for. Yun, yun ang inaano natin. Is there anyone that you actually follow right now? Like, say, among the current crop of wrestlers? Kasi, um, I think one of the more recent references I made, uh, I heard you make on, on the air was when you congratulated CM Punk for winning the championship. Mm-hmm. Um... But I specifically remember that. So um, <laughs> I don't know why. Like I, I remember these little things. But uh, is there a- anyone that you actually follow from like in current crop of wrestlers? Uh, the current crop of wrestlers. Again, whenever, whenever this, uh, whenever I'm very, uh, I, I live a very busy lifestyle. So, yeah. so whenever it is, I get the chance to uh, get home just in time for wrestling then I will mm-hmm. I'll turn on the TV uh, it, it was nice back in the day they'd have replays mm-hmm. like in the wee hours of the morning yeah. so at least makakahabol ka ng ng kote and then you're updated and so on and so forth but then again now it's uh, now it's on at really late hours <laughs> so, so I'm, I know we need a prime time slot by the way for, for wrestling I'll just, I'll just say but, walang, walang walking dead niya yun walang yun pero pero wag kasi wag kasi big fan din ako ng walking dead eh. big fan din ako ng walking dead but uh, yung crop of wrestlers now I'd like to say that I'm a very big fan of uh, Orton. Mm, I'm, yeah, a, I'm yeah. an Orton fan. I'm an Orton fan. Not a bad guy to be a fan of. Uh, that yeah. fucking yeah. RKO is a shit. Man. Out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, but when, of in nowhere. terms of following, the hardcore following, none. I haven't been following. But I will do yeah. the last three episodes just to see how John Cena right. is. Doing. Like, well, sure. Now I'm intrigued. Hey. <laughs> You're standing up for him. No, like, hey. it, that's the thing. Right. Even, if, even if we represent the thinking fan, okay. and we've given John Cena shit in the past, it's just this past, what, two months? Whole, whole, whole year. Whole year. Whole year. Whole, whole year. Justified him being the superstar of the media <laughs> for us. Watch MarkHenry.ph. And and then and then again, like I said, well, it's just being biased, long, or you can call it being <laughs> biased oh, yeah, sure. or whatever. Yeah. Like like you know, you know, I was really a big fan of Hulk Hogan because I'm, it's too cheesy. Mm, yeah. So John Cena being parang that that style of guy, parang, yeah, right? I just find him too cheesy. Mm-hmm. That again, I go for yung the meaner looking ones. <laughs> My favorite wrestler uh, of all time, Stone Cold. Right. Stone Cold Steve Austin. I mean, he probably wasn't the best technical wrestler. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's actually a, a good point. Because if I don't, uh, I think even Austin will admit that he's uh, kind of limited. Especially oh, he after did. he did on Twitter. No, 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 no. Especially after he got his neck broken. So, parang, how did you feel about that? Basa na daan niya sa ano. Um, it was annoying. It was um, the reason why he's my favorite wrestler is bit, well, you know, I'm aware that he's not a very good mm. technical wrestler, but the way he fucking sells it, right? The right. way he brings the beat down, Discarded. yeah. And the thing, yung 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 era niya sa, sa raw, the attitude era. He didn't give a fuck about anyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I love that. Sobra. He he went against the owner. Mm-hmm. He drove a truck in, into intercity. Didn't care whether he got suspended or fired or, or arrested or fired. And even when they fired him, they came back the next week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he, he, he came back the next week and like fucked things up for for McMahon and and so on and so forth. And then you get to the finishing move, mm. Stunner. Putana. I think that that is the most electrifying finishing move 
of all na para sa akin. Sorry, Rock. For, no. <laughs> I, was about, I was about to say that. No, no, no. But for me, kasi with, with The Rock, there's, yeah, all right, fine. It's the uh, most, most electrifying mover. Yeah. So, so. No, but that is the most badass. Ang bilis lang na nangyari, and then you're out. There's no more drama of going through, going to the ropes. There's no more drama na parang yung kay Triple H na yan. Yeah, he sets you up. Yeah, yeah, he sets you up. Uh, no, this guy, but fuck you, but bam, bam. And it's done. All right. Yeah, Rapid yeah, fire sorry, question. Sorry, sorry. Um, the RKO and the stunner are essentially the same move. Yeah. So which one would you take over the other? Stunner. 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 Yes. I'm, I'm sorry, because you know, RKO is just new, but the stunner. Hmm. Oh, wow. Yung, oh, it's it's so yung fact na it was so fast. Yun yung landin ng stunner. Yes, yun yung landin ng stunner. And then, then, and then, syempre, yung bibenta niya na he'd throw the fingers up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah talk yeah. smack. And then, sm- and then stun you. Yeah. And then so you, parang you don't, you, you don't see it coming. Did you see? Did you see, you see that one episode? Na, was it the Royal Rumble, or was it yung the other guys came to visit WWE? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Uh, was it Invasion? Was it? I think w- it was, might yeah. have been the Invasion. Yeah. WCW. Yeah. WCW. Yeah. WCW that came in and then fucking Austin just fucking stunned everybody. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah, came, I think that was the start of the Invasion. I love it, dude. <laughs> that was just one episode. He, he's retired now and he comes on stage. Parang in the intro name bagong wrestlers na ano. And then the whole crowd just like stun them all. <laughs> stun them. I want me so I was like, oh my god, is he gonna do it? Is he gonna do it? Like, let me. You, you can't expect that from from. You, you never know what what's gonna happen with Stone Cold. That's why he's my favorite wrestler of all time. Wow. And, and so, I, I love it. I mean, I, I, I didn't expect na, ano, na, yun yung, ano, yun yung atake mo on, on the Stone Cold character. So I, I just love it. I love the insight. That was a great interview with CJ the DJ, but there's more because that's just part one of our conversation with him here on the SVP Podcast. Stay tuned for part two, which is happening next week, where we get to talk about the other side of of, of the interview, which is about his radio career. And it was just great that uh, we we went this long you know, with talking to CJ. It was, like, uh, it was like one of the great interviews we've had so far. We didn't have to, you know, we didn't have to try as hard yeah. to, get, to make it long. Right, right. Now, hindi namin napansin. Hindi namin, ako hindi ko napansin na one hour na kami until I looked at the Well, I'm looking at it, so I'm right here. And anyway, I just want to say that we really are big fans of CJ and Susie of The Big Meal. Because oh, that uh, show, yeah, I'm really, I really am a big fan. I just, I just didn't want to say in front of him because I didn't want to stand too much. And no, not him. Eminem. Yeah. Ah. Uh, mm. And, well, I don't know if you've, uh, we ever told the story of how Stan and I met in college. And we met, actually, in comic book writing class. Yes, we do have a comic book writing class. It was, uh, on, uh, it was at 1 to 2.30 p.m. Every Wednesday, two, Friday. Wednesday, Friday. Oh, yeah, Wednesday, yeah, yeah, Friday. Wednesday, Friday, yeah. And... Before that, I would come to class early, or come to the building early, and hang out outside the classroom, and wait for, wait for everyone to come in, and and that was lunchtime, so it was the big meal time. So I would always be listening to the big meal, and I was all, I would always be entertained by CJ and Susie's antics, and that's how I came to be a big fan of them. 
Actually, ako naman. Like, I've had multiple uh, multiple interactions with CJ over the years. Like, I've been introduced to him several times. Uh, the first time I met him was when I auditioned to Magic to be a junior jock. And obviously, I didn't get in the program. But he gave me good advice that served me well for my next audition the next year when I uh, tried out here some Mellow. So, well, I am still at Mellow. So, I guess you could say that the advice kind of worked. Um, so, it was nice just, you know, having him here and sitting him down to, you know, to just talk about wrestling, radio, everything else in between. It was a whole lot of fun. If you love part one, swear to God, you're going to love part two. Let us know if you do on social media. You can subscribe to us, by the way, on iTunes. Um, if if uh, this is the first time you're listening to us, yes, we yeah. are on the iTunes store. So do subscribe to us. You can also rate the episodes, rate the podcast in general. You can also send us feedback. We're always open to letting uh, to, to hearing what you think about us. It's facebook.com slash the SGP podcast, twitter.com slash the SGP podcast. Individually, our Twitters, um, it's at underscore stands. At Caveman Camus. At Roa's War. And speaking of feedback, Roa has something to say about people uh, giving us feedback. No, no, no. Well, not, not us, not, not but us, Mark but Henry. Which no, is, no, it's Mark Henry. Which is still us. Still us. Yeah. Uh, anyway, basically, uh, today, this week's theme song Tuesday post was about uh, Undertaker's old You're Gonna Pay theme. Right. Which basically was a theme he used when he was a, when he was a heel. Uh-huh. And when As you're a heel, you're a dick. Okay. And the headline was, remember the last time Undertaker was a dick? Uh-huh. And the people <laughs> have been have been commenting on reacting on a negatively certain, on a certain WWE fan base group on Facebook. about Undertaker like Huh? Did you not watch your like watch your words about the Undertaker like the fuck? Sinasaway ka ng mga tito. Hindi oh. <laughs> naman, di ko alam kung tito eh. Pero, the Undertaker oh. is not beyond reproach. And he was a heel. Heels he are supposed to be dicks. And we are calling it, like we're seeing it. Yeah. So it's I, not like I was saying he was a dick when he was fighting for his honor against guys like CM Punk. No, you know what I love about this whole this whole situation is you can say what you want about whatever wrestler. Uh-oh. Call Cena a dick. Uh-oh. Call uh, Kevin Owens a dick. Call Daniel Bryan a scraggly little goat-faced guy. But if Undertaker all bets are off. I mean, you cannot disrespect the dead man. I want to try, you know, insulting, quote-unquote, Stone Cold next. <laughs> Speaking of feedback, I, we just want to know. Uh, we actually encourage you to tell us... Uh, us on the podcast, whether you actually like hearing this stuff, like, do you, do you want more of the radio personalities? Do you want to hear more of their stories? Or do you want celebrities? Or do you want us to dial down on that and just focus on the wrestling? Do tell us, because your feedback is important to us. Right. It yeah. helps us be better people. Yeah, I mean, we, we try to put on things on the podcast that we think would be entertaining. Better Shamper, the best, uh, the best feedback is something that's direct and comes from you. So we love it whenever you guys message us and just let us know what you want. Just like uh, Leonard Carrera. Yo, nay, uh, shout out. One of our diehard listeners mm. on the SGP podcast. Apparently, he's now given us a shopping list of oh, names. Because last week, we said Leonard Carrasco and Friends. So, Leonard Carrasco and Friends, this is your moment. Okay, hi to Jed the Cute. I don't know why you're called the Cute, but I hope you've earned it. Uh, <laughs> Ashley Go. Kip Martinez, Pancho Manikis of Cooking ng Inamo. Hey, <laughs> someone, someone did the thing. Yeah, very parokin ni Edgar. Max Oralio, Mary Ann. Panzer Army Soldiers, Trixie and Steph. Panzer Army Soldiers. Man. Chris Panzer, if you're listening to the podcast, we have an army. I wonder when. Are, I think. I wonder when we're getting our own soldiers. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, when, when we debut? Uh, you know, in general, papi, kai, kai tayo lang as podcasters. Yeah. 
I mean, I had someone go soldiers of love. No, no, no. Oh, okay. I had someone go up to me at ToyCon and, oh, okay. and they asked for my autograph as Mr. C. But at the same time, when I was signing, sabi niya, you know, I actually listen to the podcast every day when I'm at work. Lol. Every yes. week. Shout I'm out to you, homie. This is Matt, I think. Matt and Mao. Matt, brothers. the other, the other Sawyer brothers. Yes. Uh, the guys behind the PW Artists fan page. Yes. Oh. So, so those guys. Uh, thank you so much. Again, uh, we love hearing from you. And, oh, wait, 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 sorry. One last. Wait, wait, wait. No, no. One last greeting. One last greeting. Sorry. Brian Monique is who fractured his arm after taking a Kimura. So, I don't know. I hope it wasn't Brock, but get well soon, brother. All right. Kimuras are no joke. Kamas would know. <laughs> I would know. No, I would know. I'm the BJJ guy. I'm not the BJJ yes, guy. Rocky Mendoza is the BJJ guy. No, but you also were the BJJ guy. Well, Aren't you? Weren't you? Not really. Anyway. Own up to it, bitch. No, it's behind me. It's in his present. Um, I was going to say, the Desert Sire Brothers behind PWR Art. PWR? P- no, PWR Artists. PWR Artists. Yeah. PWR Artists? Yeah, yeah. PWR Artists. Artists. I really like the Super Kick concept shirt for Jake DeLeon. Mm. The only thing that's lacking is Matt Rojas. Unfortunately. Matt Rojas needs a shirt. Oh, that's true. Well. Of all the people, you know, additional, you could use a shirt, Stan. I mean, as an announcer, maybe it would be cool for me to have a shirt. But Matt Rojas, of all people, this guy needs a shirt. What a guy, this guy. Somebody get this guy a shirt. All right. All right, picks of the week. Picks of the week. Uh, picks of the week. If you didn't know by now. We need to I know we haven't done yeah. that in a while. If you didn't know by now, the pick of the week is the segment uh, to close the show where we tell you the most must-see match, promo segment, podcast, web show, book, book. of the week. Uh, speaking of books, I'm reading Hardcore Holly's autobio right now. So All right. It, it's actually, it? It's interesting. Okay, man. Like the story's actually. better than Brian's book. Yes. All right, that's good. All right. Uh, my pick of the week, though, is the match between the New Day and the primetime players at Battleground. I wasn't expecting much, and I got more than I I, I was expecting, obviously, uh, because it was an enjoyable match. Like, it was just your standard tag team match, and sometimes when you keep it down to basics, keep it simple, that's when you actually have a lot of effective uh, effectivity. So I enjoyed the, uh, the dynamic. I was rooting for the New Day to win, but midway through, I found myself marking out for the primetime players. Hell yeah. That's good. These they managed to get you over their side. Right. Yeah. So because of that, I think that was more than worthy of being my pick of the week. Mm-mm. And wait, just to make mention, in that match, apron spots galore. Yeah, actually. Apron spots galore. Uh, because of the uh, supposedly WWE patama to ROH. So it's weird, actually. Of all the things you can do against ROH, like you do that. It's so reckless because the apron is the hardest part of the ring, and you endanger the your guys your more guys. because you want to show up ROH. Like really, really, guys. Yeah, WWE, you're the big boy. But ka magpapatama dun sa little guy. I would much rather. Well, ROH no, is not a little guy. I mean, well, they are. They are. Uh, no, what I would rather see. WWE try to do is be a bit more stiff because they're actually doing that with you know with Brock and everything, so you might as well go keep going. Up. No, not go all out, but go in that direction more because that's that's where the money is. Now, my pick of the week, I guess, is from this Monday's Raw. Uh, actually, it was going to be the the nice catapult to RKO, but uh, hey. for a full match, uh, the tag team match between Paige and. Becky Lynch versus Sasha and Naomi. Yeah. Can you believe? Uh, close to the main event, 
Yeah. The Divas tag match that went for at least 10 minutes. That uh, is legit. In 2015. Legit. Ama- uh, well, Good job, guys. Someone is at least... It's, it's is the, div- the Divas Revolution is taking off and it makes a lot of us happy. My pick of the week would be Kevin Owens versus John Cena at Battleground. Very enjoyable match. I really like the way that John Cena has really opened up. I mean, we were talking about it with CJ earlier right. during his during his interview, and I really have to say, John Cena stepping up his game, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, to the point yeah, that I have to berate him for for being an ROH version of himself. Yeah, he's he's becoming a spot monkey. Yeah. Ever so, ever so slowly. It's actually not good, but it, I mean, no, it's, it's, no, 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 it's you know why? He's over, he's overcompensating for everyone telling him that he can't wrestle, which is actually pretty stupid. Yeah, I mean, because, I respect CJ and his opinion, but it's a dated opinion. It's a dated opinion that didn't even work that well because, but, but obviously, uh, no, no. But now we really see Cena pulling out what seems to be innovative offense you, you created this monster guys <laughs> actually this, yeah. monster. this is your fault this is your fault that with the exception yeah. i mean that match with the exception of the finish was incredibly enjoyable i like Cena owens 3 more than Cena owens 2 yes i say it was more believable for me it was less it was less, it, it was less of a spot fest yes. it's a Cena owens 2 there was just they, just, spot they just ended in, you know, giving each other finisher-like moves without actually finishing the match. Yeah. yeah. So at least, okay, say what you want to say about Owens tapping out to the STF, but... This needs a four. This uh, really needs a four, in my opinion. A four. Part a four. Match. Part four. I think it's going to happen. An episode seven, kumbaga. Ah. I, I think... Uh, you they overdid it now, so it's okay to give it time to breathe yeah. until maybe WrestleMania. I guess I, can, I think we can revisit I think, yeah, it. That would be a very nice WrestleMania callback. Yeah, that's okay. it. Yeah, so that's it for the week. Um, we got to thank people. Yes, we got to thank our friends from Mellow ninety four seven for always having us and for thank you and you know, for always being very gracious with the equipment. Also, got to say thanks to PWR for letting the SGP podcast be the home of PWR once again. Mark your calendar. Save the date. August 15. PWR Live at Makati Cinema Square. We yes. hope to see you there. It's going to be a whole lot yes. of fun. And, of course, once again, a huge shout-out to CJ the DJ uh, for just a great chat all around. Part 1 was a blast. Part 2, even better. So stay tuned for next week's episode of the SGP Podcast when we bring you CJ's story of how he ended up in radio and, and uh, basically everything that's happened in his career um, summed up in about 30, 20, 20 30, 30 minutes. minutes. With that, uh, of course, follow us on Twitter at Caveman Camus, at Roizwar, at underscore Stan C, at the SGP Podcast. We're signing at out. Mark Henry PH. At Mark Henry PH for the website where you can get all of your wrestling uh, knowledge, your news articles, your opinion columns, your features. All of that is over there. And we got to get out of here. For the SGP Podcast, we're the SGP Podcast. We thank you for listening. Peace. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.